This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On my show, I talk about all kinds of stuff, from my past life as a fashion model where I was on the cover of magazines, to my path to getting sober where I have over 800 days dry, as well as my unlikely journey into the world of competitive running, where I run fast and far all around here in New York City. But before I get into today's episode about breaking 35 minutes in the 10K, a quick message about my show's sponsor, Halo. The Lucy Beatrix Podcast is brought to you by Halo. Halo is a membership platform for groups and teams. Unlike other apps and social media, your group gets a dedicated space on Halo that helps you meet up in person. I've used the app with the club that I train with, Brooklyn Track Club, to connect with my teammates around upcoming races or even just chat about topics like staying sober. I also use Halo as a coach for my athletes or the ones that I'm currently training. And it's a place for me to communicate with everyone and plan upcoming workouts and races. A few weeks ago, I posted about a race happening in Central Park when one of my athletes, Sarah, saw this and she decided she wanted to jump in. She ended up running a huge PR that day and wouldn't have even known about the race if not for Halo. So if you lead a group and want to keep everyone organized and connected, Halo would be a great fit for you. Head over to link.halo.co slash Lucy, L-U-C-I-E, to learn more. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into my show. Last week, I talked about breaking 17 minutes in the 5K, and this week, I'm piggybacking off of this time-focused type episode with how I broke 35 minutes in the 10K twice. But before I get into the nitty-gritty of how I did that, full disclaimer, if you hear um, children playing in the background... Those are not my children, but I am in Brooklyn and I just recently moved next to a school and I guess they're on their lunch break, even though it's uh, August and I was under the impression that children were on summer vacation, but I guess, I guess there's some kind of summer school happening and they're having recess right when I'm trying to record. So, you know, children laughing and frolicking in the background. (laughs) Anyway, um, so on today's show, I think it's cool to talk about this idea of how I broke 35 minutes, meaning I snuck right under the 35 minute mark for my 10K um, PR, which right now my 10K PR is 34.37, which I set on a track for a Trials of Miles race that happened uh, a little over a month ago. And I want to talk about this whole thing about like doing like wrapping your mind around the 10k and living inside of it and going after a crazy time and all of the things that come with that. So yeah, the 10k was never really my focus. My focus was always the marathon. And then last week I talked about how then I took that marathon focus to the 5k when I broke 17 minutes. But the 10k was this whole other animal. It's kind of this in-between distance because it's definitely long. But it's the longest event that does get held on track races. So it's like the longest track race you can do in most traditional race settings. It's 6.2 miles, which is definitely a a long race. And so for me, I was like, oh, this is very interesting because it's kind of like right between the short stuff and the like heavy duty endurance stuff, like half to full marathons. So backing up. 
like I said, it was never really my goal to go after the 10K aggressively. Like I never specifically put my head down and trained towards a 10K. I've raced 10Ks. I've done some 10Ks. In fact, my first track race of my life was on Franklin Field, and that was a 10K, which was kind of a thing, like kind of a big deal to go into. I remember when my coach set me up to go do that, James Chu, he was like, you know, you're going to do this 10K on the track. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. 6.2 miles. But until you've done a 10K on the track, <laughs> it's kind of hard to to explain. It is like nothing you've ever experienced in your life because it's just so intense for kind of a long time. And by kind of a long time, I mean back then when I did that first 10K on the track in 2016, that was, I think I ran a 39 minutes, 39.12 or something. It was something like in the 6, 6, 15s or 20s. Um, it might have even been slower than that, but so I ran like 39-ish minutes and that was really with no training. That was just jumping in like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I was basically a baby to the running scene. I had just met my coach at the time. He had seen me at this half marathon and put me in this race. And so there I did, I ran that. I ran like 39 minutes. But so fast forward to the end of 2020. So last fall, winter time. Um, I took another stab at the 10K and I did it on the track and that's when I broke 35 minutes. That 10K, I ran a 34.58. So I snuck right under that 35 minute mark. But how did I get there? How did I decide I wanted to do this? Great question. Um, so basically I made a friend last fall, last September, and I was actually shooting something for Tracksmith and this person that was involved in that shoot kind of saw my running ability and was like oh you know I I have this idea you should try to run this one half marathon that's happening in Rockland Park trials of miles project 13.1 half and so he kind of helped me see that that was a race that I should go do coming out of the pandemic it seemed like a really fun idea so he um yeah he kind of like set the stage for that and I went and ran it and I ran a 117, which coming off the pandemic, that was pretty cool to run a 117 and a half. That is an average 557 pace. And I felt pretty proud of that. I was like, wow, I, I averaged under a six minute mile for a half marathon. That's really, that was a big deal for me. And a big milestone was achieved doing that half marathon uh, for, for the trials of Miles Rockland a half. So after that, this same friend who saw this ability in me said, hey, I have this idea. What do you think about trying to get a PR in the 10K on the track um, in the next few weeks? Like while I was fresh off of the fitness of running that 13.1 or running the half marathon, he's like, I can help you break 35 minutes in the 10K. I'll pace you. And we can kind of make it a thing, a time trial. And, you know, before the pandemic, I had never heard of what time trials were, but the pandemic really set the stage for these time trials because so many races have been canceled and people wanted to get that out there and test their fitness in some way. So they'll set up time trials to be able to do that. So my friend Peter um, came and helped me set up this time trial. He basically said, let's do it on this day at this time on the Red Hook track and we'll go after this pace. And basically all I had to do was show up to the track and go. 
And so um, we set it up like a race that we even though it was just a time trial where we were going to like start and finish, you know, on the track and have witnesses and everything and like make it very like precisely measured, because obviously the track has like, you know, you can really count the laps and make sure that everything is perfect versus just relying on GPS. Um, So, you know, we set the stage to do this with, you know, the right amount of people and some people from my team and stuff. And. I that morning when I woke up, I was like, I'm going to treat this like a race, even though it wasn't a real race. I treated it like a race. And so I did all the things I normally do before any kind of race effort and like ate my Arctic Zero, not sponsored by them, but that's that vegan ice cream that I'm obsessed with. I ate that the night before my tofu, my sweet potatoes, all the things I do just before getting ready for a race effort. I did when I was doing this time trial for the 10K. So my friend um, and I showed up to the Red Hook track. It was a little bit drizzly, and I had actually found a friend on Instagram, uh, this guy named Dimitri, and I said, you know, if you want to help pace, you can jump in and out. And some of the teammates were there, and Coach Finley from Brooklyn Track Club was there. Just a lot of, like, it was just a really good vibes all around, even though there was it was no real race. It was just time trial. It was just, like, kind of cool to feel like it kind of was a race in a weird way. It was, like, me racing myself. So we show up to the starting line and uh, the same friend that set up the 10K time trial idea, he actually got one of the photographers from Nike Project Moonshot um, and the same photographer that had shot this tracksmith job to come shoot it, which made it even feel more official. It was so special. I was like, you got Zach Hetrick, who's this like amazing photographer. He, he got him to come and shoot it and make it really feel like a race. So... Yeah, so like once all these people were there and stuff, I thought I can't really, I can't, I can't not do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna break 35 minutes in the 10k. Here we go. So ready, set, go. My friend takes off. We start our watches and we start this feat of 10k on the track. And it was like kind of a nice, uh, cool morning. I think it was like the middle of November of last year. And we just went for it. And before I knew it, I mean, I, I felt so good that day. I felt. I don't know if it was because I had no nerves because there was really nothing at stake at all and just the support of having friends and teammates around, but I just did it. And it like 34.58, boom, sub 35 minute 10K on the track, you know, just got that PR in the bag and it was amazing. It was pretty magical. And I look back at that and I go, that was like all the stars were aligned. It was so special. There was no buildup because there was no real big race energy because it was you know so low key but it felt really magical and I'm just I'm really grateful thinking about that experience because it just like shows that you know you can just do these things on your own and you know there was nobody logging the time I just did it for myself like I just did it and there you go okay so once I broke 35 minutes in the 10k and I knew it was possible for my body to do that with like no real training I then started to get kind of ambitious thinking about what I could do with the 10K if I actually trained. And so we all know, or maybe you don't, but (laughs) I actually qualified for, based on that 117 half marathon, I qualified for a 10K in Texas um, called the Texas Qualifier, which was a really, really big event. Um, And that was at the end of February. And that was for people trying to OTQ for the 10K, meaning those were this was a race being held for people trying to run 32.25 in the 10K, which is extremely fast with the mission to qualify for the Olympic trials. So this was not... This was not just some casual time trial. This was a real deal, really big deal race with all kinds of elites. 
trying to do this because like people who do this for a living were coming out to run this 10k and given that it was like the middle of the winter and I I don't know there was just a lot going on in my world during this build-up for that 10k I had every intention to put my head down and train hard and do everything right and really shave some time off of my 10k PR that I had just set in November but the way that everything went <laughs> did not go that way. A lot of just unforeseeable events got in my way and I did not do what I set out to do. In fact, I showed up to that race in Texas and I dropped out. After halfway through, I said F this and was out of the race. So that second stab at a competitive 10K time just went out the window and I threw my hands up and was like, I'm over it. So had a funny feeling in my stomach after that race. That was not a good situation for me. I definitely don't feel proud about that, but I learned a lot. I took a second to recalibrate and really think about what this 10K distance could mean and what it could look like. So long story short, I had another opportunity to race the 10K on the track, and this was for uh, the night at the track. It was another Trials of Miles race. Uh, that was happening in New Jersey at night. And instead of going crazy thinking I had to put all of my energies into training specifically for this, I just relied on some track workouts that I had been doing with my teammates. And it wasn't really 10K specific, but it was just like doing track workouts and staying fresh and then doing these tempos. So basically I would do like a track workout on Tuesday, run easy, 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 and then do a tempo workout on Saturday. And so like two hard days a week and then all the other days easy. And during the track workouts, I was touching like 515 pace, which I guess would be closer to like goal 5K pace. And then I would be doing tempos where I'd close in like the 540s. So maybe 15 seconds closer, uh, slower than my goal 10K pace. Uh, that's like the nitty gritty of it pace wise if you're a geek and like nerdy about this stuff. But basically what I'm saying is I did like, you know, a track track day and a tempo day and then everything else easy so that was my build-up for this this jersey 10k where i ultimately ran my pr so i went into that race with just like a whole new perspective i really had a good day leading up to it it was a night race and even though it was hot it was a hot day uh humid I didn't really worry about that so much because I was like, okay, the sun's going to be going down. It's going to be setting by the time I start this race. And so it'll be a little bit cooler because it'll be dark out. And I knew that without specific training, when I ran 34.58 in the 10K, I was like, that was without track workouts and stuff. If I've been doing some track workouts and a little bit sharper here and there, I feel like I can sneak under that 34.58 and like set a personal best but this time it'll actually count because it'll be sanctioned. It'll be like a real race versus when I had just done that as a time trial. So I really wanted to just do that. Basically, I just wanted to run a little tiny bit faster than what I did in my time trial in November because I just wanted to have it recorded. I wanted to be like, yes, I am a sub 35 minute 10K runner. I've done it once on my own. And now I'm going to do it again with, you know, an actual stamp of USATF certified approval real deal uh, things, like all the things that make it real, because, you know, I just wanted to have that. 
So anyway, so I get to that race and I actually laid low since the last event of the night. I just kind of didn't want to watch the other races that were happening leading up to it. I wanted to just like chill out and not have any distractions and not have any of my energies going anywhere besides just focusing on the race. But to be totally honest, leading up to that, I didn't really feel like I even had that much of an edge. Like I felt just kind of chill normal. I was like, okay, like this any other day. I didn't feel like, yeah, I'm going to go slay this. Like I'm going to go big. I just felt kind of like myself, which like, you know, just normal. Like I could run or I could not run. It was kind of like this very ambivalent space. But so I showed up to the starting line and I'm like, ready, set, go. And from the get-go, going into this 10K on the track, I was like, okay, you just have to suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> Something I've been saying to myself a lot lately at these races is suck it up, buttercup. Because it got uncomfortable really fast. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That first lap, I was like, okay, I it's going to be hard to hold this. But I just said, it just I have to. I have to. And I treated it like a performance. I treated it like you just have to put everything aside and just get the thing done. It's only 35 minutes of your life well less than 35 minutes of your life but at the same time I'm not gonna lie there was just so many times during that race that I was like can I just stop again can I just stop again and that's the trouble with once you've quit and during a track race like I had just done in February I had quit during that other 10k I was like well I can always just quit if I want to like once you have that option it's hard to not do it again if you don't feel comfortable and so I said nope not gonna do it again like I'm here to run it and I just I don't know. I held on to a lot of thoughts during that race. I thought about all the athletes I coach. I constantly think about the athletes I coach when I'm running these races. And I just, I don't know. I relied on the energies of the people cheering. The The cheering was so huge. It felt, it felt amazing hearing some of my teammates, like this one guy, Luke McCambly, who I'd actually done the Tracksmith ad with uh, last fall. He was just cheering so loud. And I just felt like, you guys, you guys like me. And as silly as it sounds and I mean I didn't expect to get emotional here it's just that when I hear people cheering me on like the real me like not the fashion model Lucy who was like out doing you know like posing for magazines and stuff and just being like this character but when people are cheering me Lucy running fast and far like that Lucy on I just get so um happy and I think that's why I think that's why I ran so dang fast because I did beat my PR by kind of a lot I mean a lot for me but I ran 34 37 which I feel very proud of um but yeah it was that was like a really magical experience for me because it just showed me that hey I'm teaching my body how to do these really hard things and stay in it when it sucks but that I don't know if I could do it without the amazing support of the people around me who like push me to go a little harder. Like hearing my teammates say, get those legs up. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Boom, 34, 37. I could hardly believe my eyes when I finished and saw that, that was my time. But yeah, so <laughs> the moral of the story is that I have I have a pretty good base of fitness. I know that about myself and I do so much of my training alone. But when it comes to just getting that little extra boost to get you under those times that are going to like put you in a totally different bracket. Like for me saying I can run sub 35 minute 10Ks and I've done it a couple times now on my own just makes me feel like that my my times are 
showing the amount of work that I put in plus what a little bit of adrenaline can do. Because I think if I had just gone and done something again by myself, maybe I had run like a 30, 30, I think if I had to go run a 10K on the track just completely by myself with no cheers, no, not a soul, just by myself, I feel like I'd run like a 35, 30. But that little extra boost of people being like, yeah, Lucy, that's everything. <laughs> it's just literally everything. Uh Oh God, it's such a feeling. It's it's more exciting than the feeling of seeing the time itself. So in the end, yes, I ran 34-37 on the track based on doing some track workouts, doing some tempos. That stuff is like the science of like how you can run fast, just like run hard on some hard days and then run easy in between. But then the other thing is just having it in your heart. Like you just like you yeah, if you're gonna run fast like that, you better have it in your heart that you wanna do this stuff because it's not easy. And um I joke that I uh I just never saw myself as this athlete until, you know, the past few years. And it's amazing to think that I'm I feel like sometimes I treat these runs like I'm running fast and far away from my modeling career. And like people ask me, like, how do you get the motivation? Where does it come from? And I'm like, Well, I'm running away from the girl that was just measurements and a body to like a vessel to display these clothes and stuff like that's what I was when I was this anonymous fashion model. But now I get to run towards being this strong competitive athlete. And I don't know, I guess it's pretty good motivation. <laughs> it's enough motivation to run a 34, 37, 10K. So yeah, that's my show for today. That's my story. That was, that's how I how I broke 35 minutes in the 10K. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I uh, got a little emotional. wasn't expecting that. But I guess running gets me amped. And I, I can't hide it when I get a little bit excited. So until next time, make sure you check out that app I mentioned in the beginning of the show, my show sponsor, Halo. And check out the show notes to see any more details. I think I'm going to link to the video from the days I broke 35 minutes in the 10K, the time trial, and the race. I both made I made vlog, vlog videos for both of those. And yeah, just be fast. Just win.